When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Tiger fans, to Rockin' Radio's football podcast. I'm Nate Edwards. That's the coach, Aaron Dryden. This is Before the Box Score, your post-FCS victory edition. Uh, BK is off drinking in the mountains somewhere uh, because he thought that was more important than watching, again, a game that he does not feel like is real. Uh, but Aaron and I are here to talk about the game that you just watched. It is important that Missouri won that game. Let's not forget that point. Uh, there are many instances in which you don't win your FCS game, and, and Missouri did. So, Aaron, how are you feeling right now? And welcome to the show. Uh, very happy to be here. Very be- happy to be back on Rockin' Mirrorways. Um, how do I feel about the game? Meh. Meh. I, I, it's tough to take a lot away from these games. They're, you know, we're paying a team to come in and usually beat the crap out of them. And I know that we have a quarterback competition, but... I think as everybody saw, like, one guy really got to operate the offense, and the other guy didn't. He was just handing the ball off. So I don't know how much we really take from it, but it was fun to see him as we back playing. Um, happy to see everybody. Luther Burden is still him. That's a good <laughs> development. So everything else we can kind of get into as we, we get on here. But um, that my biggest takeaway is that I don't know how much you really can take away from I mean, the, the game was set up as here is a chance that you can take away something big. We are going to have a quarterback battle during the first game, and, you know, it might go into the second. And, like, that is what this was billed as. And to your point, we saw one guy operate the offense seemingly as it should. That was Brady Cook. And then we saw Sam Horn come in, and he also happened to be the unfortunate recipient of South Dakota, like, holding on to the ball for, like, 13 minutes in the third quarter. Uh, a couple of ill-timed, well, at least one interception that was kind of fluky. So it's like, for for a moment there, Sam Horn's experience was punt, interception, punt. And it didn't seem like he was really let loose, unleashed. Uh, and then, of course, you know, he had that last drive uh, that, that ended up in a, in a touchdown pass for Luther Burden. But I don't know, man. Like, if, if you went into this, and you're like, well, this is the only chance that we have to figure out if we have a quarterback or not in Brady Cook or if we need to give Sam Horn a shot. I, I, I'm with you. I would argue that you don't you don't have your answer. Yeah. And if you're biased towards one, I'm sure you could pick out something there. But I don't know. You think this should go into the game against Middle Tennessee? Uh, I, w- I would. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if Eli does something. Maybe maybe Sam starts the first half and then Brady gets the second half or something like that. Wouldn't surprise me at all. But like, I mean, I would like to see Sam Horn. I mean, he's here for a reason. We he's been billed as this this ex big thing kind of, and I, and I think that's kind of like the sentiment that the fan base has right now. And I don't know if it's true, right? Like, I don't know if he's actually the guy who's going to be the one to take us where we want to go. But it would be nice to see him actually play and get. Like, an earnest shot at reps. Like I know that Brady Cook is, I 
I wouldn't say that he did anything bad. I thought he had a really nice outing and people, I know a lot of people on social media say, you know, he's just checking the ball down. It's, it's four or five passes and that kind of stuff. But to the, I think Aaron Murray was saying it on the, on the broadcast, but like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like if the defense is playing these two high safeties and that kind of stuff, you're supposed to just check the ball down. You're supposed to take the easy throws. And, and that's like a, a benefactor of like, the offense that Kirby Moore runs is that it's geared to set up a lot of playmakers in space. So taking your easy completions is kind of built in what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a yak based offense, just like Eli Drinkwitz's right. was. Um, that's why he liked the guy. That's why he brought him on. Yeah. And I think that's, that speaks to kind of like how coaches go about hiring coordinators. Like We probably, I think a lot of us, maybe even I expected like, wholesale changes in a lot of different ways. But like, if you looked at the place and it looks pretty similar to what we saw last year, like I would, I would guess that they're being pretty vanilla and not showing a whole lot, but like, it looks pretty similar with the motions, the orbit motions, all that kind of stuff, the screen passes and, and a lot of lateral passing, it feels like, and not as much horizontal down the field. And I think that's kind of what everybody's planning for. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you enter a year with expectations and you assume that you're going to score a billion points against an FCS foe. And, you know, that just doesn't happen. It, it almost felt like South Dakota was the biggest Brady Cook fan. It was like, we're not going to give you an opportunity to figure anything out. Sorry. Yeah, we're going to play everybody deep, keep all that stuff in front of us. Uh, you know, we're going to play, you know, hold on to the ball. <laughs> like, just screw screw your quarterback battle. We're going to do what we do. And and so it was not a good opportunity to do that. It was not a live, you know, a good experiment to figure that out. So I would agree. Uh, I think Brady did exactly what he was coached to do, which is not sexy. Right. Did you see that run, that touchdown run when he shook the, the touchdown run? Is awesome. I tell my wife, I was like, "That's Brady Mitchell right there." Man, <laughs> I, I don't know. I I don't know if he's a guy, but there's something about the kid. I don't think that anybody can. I like he's he, and I think the players also feel it too. There's a reason why he's been voted a captain again. People make that stuff. Forty, but like, there's a reason why he's in that spot. There's a reason why some of those guys respond to him. He may not be the most physically overwhelming person in the world, but like, I think a big part of quarterbacking is like controlling the locker room, controlling kind of the huddle, and kind of commanding that respect. Mm -hmm. I think he definitely does that. I don't know if Sam does. I can't speak to that, obviously, but um, you definitely see it with Brady. There's kind of a presence. It definitely is, and and to to Sam's credit, he seemed way more comfortable in yeah. this game. Uh, you know, oh, the yeah. New Mexico State game, like I know a small sample size, but like he kind of seemed like eh, I don't know. Uh, but he, you know, he ran a little bit. And he got he got trucked by a nose guard, which I don't think Brady Cook would get. But yeah, he had, he had the very pretty throw. Uh, very yeah. great. That's the, and that's the thing with Sam. You could see you could see the talent, and I think that's why everybody gets so frustrated. Is because like. Can we let him cook a little bit? Because like he, you can see him as soon as he throws the ball, it, it pops out of his hand. It's really mm-hmm. fun to see. Yeah. So if if we're grading this quarterback battle, you know, like I was going to grade it at incomplete. I, I don't yeah. think you had two sample sets that were the same. So no, if, it, you know, go ahead, I'm if, sorry. like, do you think you know? I mean, I'm asking you to read coaches' minds, but like. It, you know, is this enough? Was this enough to to say yes? I can make a full decision, um, and if so, it's like were you even really giving him a shot at that point? 
Oh, and and I think a lot of times with these competitions, like maybe the coach deep down maybe knows one way or another which way he's leaning, but like wants to see it play out all the way through because you know you can't take things for granted and you never know what could happen. Brady's one play away and it could be the same for the rest of the season, right? So I think it's important to know what you have and coaches have a hunch probably leaning in, but it's important to have the competition and not let guys replace it. So. I can't. I don't know how much of an actual competition this really was, but like, if we were grading it based off of the first game, you would say this was more of a light a fire under Brady Cook's ass for the stuff. Yeah, yeah. So quarterback was the big marquee story. The second one, you know, is is the offensive line from last year, which was was such a limiting factor in the running game. It was like, okay, so you brought in some transfers, you got a brand new offensive line coach. What does that look like? Boy, you know, I know it's against an FCS team. Cody Schrader had his first 100-yard game as Missouri yeah. Tiger. Nathaniel Pete looked like a, a brand-new version of himself, one that holds onto the ball and runs confidently. And yeah. he ran on the right side and did not get blown up. I'm like, I'm happy for now. I'm yeah, like it looks now. great right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I thought they did great. You know, I thought the, the running backs looked really, really impressive, and I thought the holes that they were getting were, were really good and – if I was going to be nitpicky, I would say maybe we got to figure out some of these penalties, these procedure penalties, that kind of stuff. I mean, I know Marcellus Johnson had one. I know Cameron Johnson had a, a false start. That kind of stuff just got to clean it up. And you can right now chalk it up to first game hitters, right? But like, we'll see if this is like a pattern going in because this is exactly what we saw last season. I felt like a lot of penalties, a lot of missed opportunities and stuff like that. And we almost saw it um, in the first half when, when the touchdown actually got called back because of yeah. the holding. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's first week. I don't want to take too many big takeaways, but like all in all, I thought it was pretty good. I thought they, they did a good job in that wide zone that, that they really like to run. It was there. It was there. And you saw it in the second half when you just started hanging it off to Schrader over and over and over again. The last drive, I think he said eight runs in a row or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and it, it was almost all the same play. Like, it was pretty much the same thing. So, impressive. Definitely impressive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mimbu and, and Johnson gave up a, a sack, which was kind of yeah. fluky, and Foster had a hold too. But, yeah, I think for the most part, like, again, FCS opponent aside, it was definitely an improvement over what we'd seen. I think it was uh, six penalties for 46 yards, if I remember correctly, is where – at least when I stopped counting, um, better than 10, not as good as three. It'd be worse. Yeah. It'd be a lot worse. So that's all right. The other question was defensive end. Does Missouri have anything? And, and what can Darius Robinson do for us uh, on the edge? Can we just call this the Johnny Walker show? What do we say? 25 sacks under, over, under. 20. It might be. Hey, man, he was popping off the page, right? Like, it looked. It looked impressive, and I thought I saw twenty twenty Trajan Jeffco. It was it was crazy, right? Just he and there was like a I think the first drive out of the, the second half, he was just kind of all over the place to start off. Just pops off the screen. So like if he's going to step in and replace a lot of those snaps from Jeffco, like that is probably like a a net win. It looks like as of now, like um, and the run game looks solid. Like not giving up his edge or anything like that and making good pass rushes like it's it was obvious like south dakota was not trying to push the ball down the field super far 
but when they did, like, it seemed like we were getting consistent pressure, especially off the edges. I, w- I was really worried about Darius Robinson and didn't know how he would translate um, moving from D-tackle to D-end. But it seems, I mean, first week, pretty solid. Pretty solid so far. So yeah, uh, we'll see where it goes from there. But, like, there's a lot of moving pieces in those D-end spots. And you saw Niles Caddy get reps as well. Like, all of these guys, it was really weird seeing a D-end out there without gloves. Yeah, man. Wild. Like, no, like, I, I, he probably plays great. I'm sure he's a great athlete, but I know that his teammates are giving him trouble about the gloves. Is There's probably zero drip. Zero drip right there. Yeah, yeah. We need to put a damn uh, cowboy collar on him. You know, like, yeah, back yeah. Back in the 80s and 90s, you know? That's what I'm saying. Something, something I don't know. I Just the, no gloves was just throwing me up. I don't, I, I'm not exactly sure why. I noticed it too the second he was out there, and I also yeah. noticed that he was usually playing as like a stand-up rusher rather than hand of the dirt. Yeah, he had a lot but... of heavier sets, like three down linemen, and then he was standing up. So I don't know if that's like his specific role or that's just what they right. called most with him. But what do you think? They may, right, they may have packages for him like that. I don't know what his role is, but he like he definitely looks smaller than I thought he was um, originally. Like he's not this big, overwhelming force. I think he's more long and rangy. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. uh, but like I, I didn't think he would be uh, standing up the way he is. I definitely thought he would be more of a hand in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, me too. So I, hey, again, one game and it was an yeah. FCS opponent. So if you want to take anything away from it, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we got another game in seven, eight days to figure that out. Here's here's the actual thing for me. Because we had questions about quarterback and offensive line and just run game in general and defensive end. And I like we like what we saw against an FCS opponent. Buddy, we have a kicking problem. And it starts with Harrison Mebus. And I, I do not feel like I'm overreacting because we saw this last year where he was missing 30 yarders. And once again, he's missing the stuff that he used to make from 30 yards. Not only that, he kicked a duck. As an extra point yeah. that got saved by by a false start. Now I know you talked about holdings, uh, the the holder that might be yeah. part of it, but you don't have bad holes for three straight kicks in the same game. What is going on with our, our big beautiful thicker? That's a very good question, right? Like, I think we kind of all after that Georgia game last year, we're just like, oh, you made five field goals, we're all good, like, you know, nothing, no, not a big deal. But like, we legitimately have a like a mortal college kicker. And I think it's probably smart that we start acting like that as like uh, a coaching staff, probably maybe they start not acting as if we can just get to the 35, 40 yard line and then kick a long field goal. Cause like, I don't know if the Mevis is actually that guy. And I took a screenshot of the hold. That was one hold, right. But like that, that extra point that he missed, that looks like one of those, uh, a fan comes on the field and like kicks a field goal. Like that was legitimately, and I, I don't want to be me, but that was legitimately terrible. Kick. And like that, like, I don't know how that happened. The very next kick, it looked great. It looked, you know, straight on the extra point. Like I'm not exactly sure how that stuff happens. It definitely doesn't happen three or four times in a row. Right. And the laces out is one thing, but like you got to find a way to make kicks, man. That's yeah. You're the thicker kicker. Like, got to make kicks, man. And, like, you know, if you want to say, oh, lose weight, he did lose weight. He lost almost 10 pounds in the offseason. 
Um, I don't think you know, that matters. I, re I, don't. I really don't think that matters. Like, uh, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Is weight, you know how you move. Right. Your your weight is your weight at kicker. And you just feel like not, is that, it doesn't look to the eye, at least. It doesn't look like any of his mechanics are different. It just looks like he's missing picks and pulling it the wrong way or, or just straight up shanking it, right? Like, yeah. you got to figure out a way to make kicks because, I mean, we've seen throughout throughout the years when we play these SEC games and it gets tight close and it's a one possession game these kicks are what separates like wins from losses yep yeah that you, that is now starting to become like a really big thing I think for this league. it absolutely is if you want to win close games you need to have great coaching great quarterback play and reliable special teams specifically field goals and that's how Eli Drinkwitz went undefeated in one possession games in 2020 because he made smart choices with the quarterback he had. And he had Harrison Mavis knocking it in no matter where he was. That is no longer an option. It's just not. We saw it last year against Auburn. We saw it last year in a couple other games. And now we've seen it here. And so, yeah, you, we used to be, oh, you cross the 30, you're good. That's not a, that's not the case. And I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I, my mind goes back to Grant Russell from 2009 to 2011. And he was unstoppable in 9 and 10. Could not miss a kick. And then we get to 11. It just got worms in the brain. And I don't know if he was overthinking it or the luck ran out, but he could not hit anything in 11 to the point where he got replaced. And this was a kid who was, like, setting the school record in field goal accuracy. And he got replaced. So these sorts of things happen. Having a reliable college kicker is just not a thing if you win the what is the kicking trophy the morris trophy not the guy guy is punting the groza groza that's what it is it, groza winners do not repeat they just don't you have one great year and then bye we don't know where you are anymore and i that's just a function of being a young kicker but it's such a mental game too that if you get off then you're off and it just kind of feels like that's where mavis is right now Definitely. And and you could see him when he came off the off the sideline, his eyes, he was blinking all over the place. Like it almost looked like he couldn't believe like he missed like a kick like that. And maybe he was reacting to the laces or, or, or whatever, but like yeah, I'm 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 gonna send him a lot of, of hope and wishful thinking and everything yeah. like that because I get it. Kicker is like you have one job and I think everybody holds that position, you know everybody's really hard on the kicker so i don't want to i don't want to be a jerk about it but i'm just saying like he's gonna have to make kicks and it's gonna be an uncomfortable conversation if he keeps missing kicks especially in big spots like mm -hmm. imagine if he misses a kick in like a kansas state game and we lose a game or like, and like that's that's it i mean it's, that's bad it's... mojo i don't want to bring that out there but like yeah <laughs> I get it, man. Like you have to wonder. You have to wonder. How how are you going to do in big spots? And uh, to his credit, you know he was not the most accurate dude last year. And in fact, the week after the Auburn debacle was when he nailed five field goals against Georgia. So like, we've seen him bounce back. We have seen him be confident. We have seen the advantage me conversations from 2020. We remember all that stuff, and, and so we've seen it. Like you said, I don't want to make a big deal out of one game, but like. It feels like a continuation. It feels like it's a problem. So 
I don't know what you do. I, I we haven't seen the other kickers. We we don't know what else is behind him, but I don't think he's going to win his Heisman. Uh, and if he wants to come back that's, next year, like that's out. Yeah, that's probably out. The Groza, all them awards, yeah. probably out. <laughs> Hate to say it now in week one, but probably not considering like didn't he go like a ridiculous percentage uh, a couple of years ago, and he wasn't even like a finalist. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Like. like he had, I mean, uh, I can pull it up, but like there, during 2020, it was a specific year where we're like, oh, we, we, we have something here. Right. And in 2020, and again, COVID, don't take anything from that, but still, he went uh, 28 for 28 on extra points, 12 for 13 on field goals under 40 yards, and five of seven for field goals over 40 yards. That means foot hit ball 93.8% of the time he got points. In 21, that was 97%, 41 on 41 on extra points, 9 for 9 on field goals under 40, 14 of 16 for field goals over 40. And then last year he missed 4 under 30, 2 over 40, and now here we are, 2023, one game in, he's already missed two. So we'll give him credit. He can still hit extra points except for that one weird one. Yeah. Uh, was... um, I don't know. I don't think we can be conservative and just rely on him anymore, and that means – Score points, which means find your quarterback. Gonna have to score points. May have to risk or or raise our risk profile, and and when we get past the fifty, because it's settling for those long threes is just really a tough move to make. Because obviously, if you miss it, then we're going back, and they have a really good field position going the other way. So it's just they got to figure the kicking stuff out asap because it's gonna come back to bite them. Yeah. Well, I don't want to end on a downer, so I will just say the defense looked great. They were put into several bad positions and only gave up 10 points. Um, it's it's a boomy kind of defense. That means they explode in the backfield, and sometimes they give up some big ones, which they did. But all in all, like when they got into scoring position, they, they held them to 10. Uh, I don't remember how many times they crossed the 40. I'll get those numbers to you for my uh, uh, beyond-the-box score, but like it was good. And I'm not saying that they didn't miss Chad Bailey and Jalen Carlisle because you always miss guys of that caliber, but I don't know. Did, did, did the younger linebackers and the younger safeties give you any kind of impression? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you I'm smiling real big. I saw Marvin Burks out there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I saw Marvin Burks out there. He's Yeah, he's going to play. He's going to play snaps, I think. He's probably the next guy. I think they'll probably groom to kind of take over. And, and possibly that star role or something like that. But regardless, he's a good player. He's getting on the field. Uh, I'm biased, obviously, but it's good when Satan's case get on the field and play immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, just is. You have a night where it's like Marvin Burks is uh, making sacks, and Luther Burton is trucking kids and getting to the end zone. And Cody Strader is running through running through the offensive line through over 100 yards like it, it's good to see saying those kids doing good things and uh birch is one of those ones who i definitely caught my eye definitely yeah. caught my eye. very cool to see him sack the quarterback i mean that's yeah. i'm not going to speak for him but that's got to be like an all-time memorable moment for you in your first game as oh, a missouri yeah. tiger sec to sack the quarterback as an 18 year old freshman like that's cool like, that's super cool he you, you kind of look at him like he looks physically ready to play mm-hmm. right now. Like, I, I don't know if he 
much. I, I, I maybe it was just a TV. It adds ten pounds, but like, you know, he literally he looked like a sophomore junior physically. Like it was impressive. Like I, I'm really excited to see how they find ways to get him snaps and, uh, yeah, he he was one of them. I saw Philip Roach out there as well. He was getting snaps in the secondary. I thought it was good that that defense kind of added. You know, some of those younger guys and were able to get reps. Be, I would assume some of those guys, one of those four games that they play in before that they redshirt. So, uh, definitely good to see a lot of those younger guys get reps. For sure. Yeah. I, mean, I think, I think that's it. Yeah. Luther Burning was trucking fools. He was getting the, the crap knocked out of him, yeah. too. Uh, yes. It was not great. No, no, bro. Uh, we may. I love I love him on punt return. He's electric. I don't know if it's worth the squeeze. I really don't. Uh, yeah. yeah. He is he's gonna be such a huge part of the offense. You really have to start wondering like is it worth risking it for injury? Just think about the collisions that happen on those punt return units. It's just it's really scary to think about like, hey, Luther it's a concussion and not that we wouldn't be fine. I think Bokai Miller is really good really well, but like it's still Luther Burden, right? We yeah. still want him on the field. If, yeah. I would prefer if he didn't have CTE as well. So um, maybe, you know, protect him a little bit. Take him off punt. That's, I mean, that's just what I'm like. He's, he's done it. He, we've seen him do it. Take it to the house on a no. punt return. And, but like he also has that nasty habit. Of letting it bounce, which he didn't really do today, but like the first hit, you know, when he caught that pass on the left hash, he got hit so hard. I thought Emo's toasted rab was going to fly out of his pockets. Like I-, I was genuinely concerned that he was messed up. And then he took a second hit on the punt return. And, and I see your point. I mean, Chris Abrams drain can return punts. You know, we've seen Nate and Nathaniel Pete do it too. And you got some younger guys who have some experience in that field. You want the explosive play. You want the big emotional play, which a punt return or a kick return is. But, like, he hasn't, other than the one, and I know that's a big one, other than the one, he has not really been that impressive as a punt returner. And, yeah, if he's going to get knocked, I'm with you. Maybe we go somewhere else. And it's it's not because it's – I think he would probably be the best punt returner in this situation, but I don't know if the opportunities that he gets, if it's really worth the risk long term. Um, especially when like you could have somebody go out there who has some wiggle and can, and can do some things as well, but like he's going to play so many snaps on offense. I don't know that it's really worth it. Like, mm-hmm. um, imagine if he's gone for multiple weeks. Yeah. I always go to the worst case scenario when he comes to that stuff. Like, it's yeah. This, but it, but it's really hard to fathom what this offense looks like. Without him, so yeah, yeah, we've seen. Like he was very good at the slot. You know, he didn't explode for 100 yards or anything, but he looked comfortable. And I like, yeah, he, yeah, he, he ran his routes. You know, it's just like, man, I that that's where he's always shouldn't have been. Zolf, yeah. that that felt really good. Um, I don't know anything else. Anything else we haven't talked about that caught your eye? Um, freshman tight ends, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, Mostly getting some stats really early. It's a good thing. Probably a good thing long term. Yeah. Other than that, I was just happy to see Mizzou play football again. 
having a steam zoo win a football game like we we take these things for granted sometimes i think and it's hard to win football games these guys put in a lot of work and you know if you win one game right now i can be happy with that because we're one to know that's all you that's all we can be right now the, the best we can be is one to know and i like winning a lot more than i do uh, hate losing so Preach yeah just happy that we're one to know sound like eli but <laughs> that's okay man we can we can sound like our football dad it's fine yeah um no i hear that yeah and by the way i know people are going to ask this is a bud light i have i'm a father of two i'm pushing 40 and it's a school night i am not drinking anything good um but yeah i i mean look don't underestimate the power of being one and oh with your football team going into a long football weekend like mm -hmm. Unless you're unless you got money on some games, you ain't sweating anything, and you can just enjoy the sleep, man. And I'm laughing at every team that el that plays because there's going to be a couple of SEC teams. Watch. Yeah, watch. Those games get real close. Week one, so that's right. That's right. Like LOL, Florida. Uh, that was. I agree. You... I agree. Oh man! I, thankfully, YouTube TV's got the the box. Uh, the multi box. So I, I was watching, yeah, I was watching both, and I was like, "Whoa, that that's not pretty." Uh, it's going left quick. Uh, I think Utah is really good, though. I think, they are. I think um, you know Florida might be a mess right now, but Utah is going to be like a really good team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Utah. Utah is always the most vulnerable in September, but yeah, they looked uh, even with that with their backup quarterback like. Yeah, he was, be, yeah, he was throwing some darts. It was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's going to be our show. You all can enjoy your weekend. Uh, we can enjoy a Mizzou victory. Uh, we can enjoy Aaron Dryden being back in our life, uh, talking football. Uh, the coach is busy. Uh, what do you, what, Tell the people what you've been up to recently. What What is Coach Dryden doing? It's 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 in that cut. Um. Seriously, man, uh, I'm I'm enjoying being a dad. Um, I'm enjoying uh, coaching football. Uh, I'm watching a lot of film. I enjoy what I do for a living. This stuff, I, I I love football. It's given me a lot as a man, and it's great to be able to pay that forward to other kids. Um, coaching is a really great way to do that. So we're getting ready. We'll, we'll kick off next week as our first game, and we'll be ready to go. I, we got a good team this year. We are. Awesome. My well, kids, my kids you. might be watching on the pod. So if I said anything, don't take it too personal. Man, look, hey, coaches always use the media to talk to their team. Just remember that. He's talking about you. He's talking about you. you take those notes. Well, yeah, thank you, Coach. Appreciate you joining the show, and that's going to be the show for today. As always, we appreciate the downloads and the subscriptions. Leave a comment or rate us. We love all types of feedback from you all. You follow us on Twitter. I'm at Nate G. Edwards. He's at iAirDry. We're on, on Twitter machine, of course. And you can follow the Rock oh, and oh, Flagship. Coach. Coach I, I forgot. You're all official now, Coach AirDry. Yeah. I had to be I had to get professional. Yeah. And this is your time to spread it, so let me get it right for sure. And of course the Rock and Flagship is at Rock and Nation. The podcasting now is at Rock and Radio. I'm not gonna screw those up. But we appreciate you tuning in this time. We'll try to do better next time. And until then, M I Z. Attention sports fans, are you a fan of an NFL team? And would you love to attend your favorite team's week one game? Well, you're in luck. Fans First Sports Network is giving away four 
free tickets to the Week 1 NFL game of your choice up to $5,000. The rules to enter are simple. Number one, go to contest.fansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. That's it. Once you've done that, you've been officially registered to win the four free tickets to any Week 1 NFL game. What are you waiting for? Go answer for your shot at seeing your favorite team in action. Contest ends on September 4th. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Rock M Radio, a proud partner of Fans First Sports Network. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to see more just like it beamed directly into your personal device, just click the subscribe button below. Uh, and you can find this podcast through the Apple Podcast app or for ISO and the Google Podcast app for Android or whatever app you use to listen to your podcast. Uh, we are also available on Spotify. Just search for Rock M Radio. Uh, and if you like other sports, Fans First Sports Network uh, is a podcast network that has uh, coverage of all other teams, Major League Baseball, uh, MLS, uh, NFL, whatever you want uh, to listen and, and read about. It is a great, great network full of really fantastic podcasts. So look them up and subscribe uh, to any and all of those podcasts. Uh, Rock M Radio will be back with more episodes coming soon. Thanks. Thanks.